When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. There's No Waiting, episode number 722, Mayberry Days Trivia Championship 2022, round two, and the finals. Two Chairs No Waiting is brought to you each week by the folks over at WeaversDepartmentStore.com. Drop by over at Weavers and check out some of the great Mayberry items they have there, like Mayberry First, a book by Randy Turner, something you will not want to miss. If you, ha- if you haven't seen it yet, go and check it out. Uh, Mayberry First at Weavers, great book. And they also have the Andy Griffith Show wall calendar for 2023, and there is a sale going on. Uh, so if you buy two calendars, you can get them for $24, so it's $12 a piece. Head over to Weaver's Department Store and check it out. Two Chairs No Waiting is also brought to you by donations from listeners just like you. The executive producer of episode number 722 is Scott LaRock, and the patron the patreon patron of the week which i gotta get that said right for 2022 for 722 i should say is lynn thomas so thank you lynn and thank you scott and thank you for being here with me as well i'm alan newsom the host of two chairs no waiting and it is great to be back in mayberry this week uh is every week it is uh, last week i was doing a little bit of traveling so i did an episode early so i had a week off kind of Uh, So last week's episode was pre-recorded early. And so the live folks that we do on Monday night, you know, I did a live version for them even. So they had a had something to do on Monday night. So hopefully that all worked out for you that were able to come. And if you weren't able to come, hopefully you you caught the episode last week uh, on the uh, on when it was actually released because it was round number one of this trivia that we're about to do. So if you didn't get it, you might want to go and check that one out. You don't have to do it before this one, but it'll be kind of hard to do the final Jeopardy. But anyway, here's how it works, guys. So this is the Mayberry Days Trivia Championship from Mayberry Days 2022. Now, this last week was round one, which was 10 questions worth 100 points each. So if you got it right, you got 100 points. If you miss it, you you lose 100 points. So you have to keep up with your score. But don't worry, unless you got, you know, minus 1000 points, which you could have, I suppose. Uh, Hopefully you didn't do that. Uh, This week, you've got a chance to make it up because you're going to get 200 points per question. If you get it right. Now, of course, if you miss it, you, uh, you, you lose 200 points, but let's don't, let's be positive. Let's be positive. You're going to do a great job of getting these questions correct. So to get us into the mood, I'm going to set us up with our background music that we always use for trivia. So everybody's calm and ready to go. There's a little background music from the VW boys. All right. So we're going to go into Mayberry Days Trivia. This is the championship round uh, for 2022. 200 points apiece. 
After this is over, guys, we'll uh, hear from Randy Turner from This Week in Mayberry History. So be looking forward to that as we go. All right, so if everybody's ready, you got your number two pencil out. We're four minutes into this. I've been talking too much, so let's get going. Mayberry History Trivia, round two, question number one. What does Mayberry's Doc Andrews charge per visit? What does Mayberry's Doc Andrews charge per visit? Okay. And you can always pause the podcast if you don't want to know the answer yet, but I'm fixing to give it to you. What does Mayberry's Doc Andrews charge per visit? The answer is $5. And that's from season three, episode number 24. Okay. So that's question one. It was worth 200 points. If you got it right, pat yourself on the back and write 200 points on your piece of paper. If you got it wrong, um, it's minus 200 points. So write that down as well. Okay. All right. Question number two, worth 200 points. Here we go. Who burned down the town of Mayberry in 1870? Who burned down the town of Mayberry in 1870? All right. Again, pause if you don't want to hear the answer. The answer to the question of who burned down the town of Mayberry in 1870 is Rotten Ray Ankrum. Rotten Ray Ankrum burned it down. Started that charcoal factory. That's from episode uh, number 17 in season four. Season four, episode number 17. All right, so that's question two. It was worth 200 points. How did you go? How you doing here? All right, so it's uh, Rotten Ray Ankrum. If you just said Ray Ankrum, you get that right as well. Okay, and then I think he's Ken to Ramona. All right, number three. Floyd says that he wears long underwear even when the temperature reaches what? <laughs> Do I need to read that in my Floyd voice? Yeah, Floyd says he wears long underwear even when the temperature reaches... Uh, well, yeah, it's for you to know. All right, so what's the answer? You can pause. Floyd says he wears long underwear even when the temperature reaches what temperature... 92 is not correct. The answer is 70 degrees. 70. It's not 92. No, 92. People always talk about the weather. Yeah, no, no. It's 70 degrees. That's from season six, episode number 30. Episode number 30. All right. Question number three. Now, that was worth 200 points. Did you get 200 or did you get minus 200? Or did you just not guess and then you don't have to write? Then you didn't do anything. You're, you're good. Okay. All right. So Jim Sherrill, by the way, says it's 65 and 70 degrees. Hmm. Okay, Jim. All right. Next answer. Jim Sherrill is, by the way, one of our previous Mayberry Days trivia champions. So I do not ever want to argue with him. (laughs) All right. Number four. Number four. The Foster's Furniture Polish Company sponsors a television series. Name the series. Okay. The Foster Furniture Polish Company sponsors a television series. Name the series. Okay. 
final time here. The Foster Furniture Polish Company sponsors a television series with the name of The Rex Benson Show. Hmm, that's the name of the series it sponsors. The Rex Benson Show. That's from season six, episode number 27. Okay. Season six, episode number 27. It, yeah, it's color episode. Color. All right. Number five. We're getting halfway there. So that was, again, four, worth one, uh, 200 points or minus 200 points if you missed. Question number five. Number five. What is the Mayberry Ordinance number for being intoxicated in a public place? What is the Mayberry Ordinance number for being intoxicated in a public place? Hmm. The Ordinance number. All right, last read. What is the Mayberry Ordinance number for being intoxicated in a public place? Pause if you don't want to hear the answer. The answer is it's a 502. 502 or being intoxicated in a public place. That's from season one, episode number 32. All right. A 502. I wouldn't get a 502 if I was you. That doesn't sound good. All right. Number six, also worth 200 points. The question is, what picnic does Barney use his gun to start the potato sack race? What picnic... Does Barney use his gun to start the potato sack race? Hmm. Okay. Last read. You can pause if you don't want to hear the answer. What picnic does Barney use his gun to start the potato sack race? The answer is the Mason's picnic. The Mason's. That's from season three, episode number seven. Season three, episode seven. That was worth 200 points uh, or a minus 200 points if you guessed Founder's Day because that's not right. (laughs) It was the Mason's picnic. All right. All right. Number seven. We're getting close to the end. Now you got to be adding up your numbers. So it's last week and this week combined, whatever your total is. So hopefully it's a positive total because if it's negative, you can't really... You can't really do much. All right. Number seven. Here's the question. What is Barney's favorite pizza topping? What is Barney's favorite pizza topping? (laughs) These are not easy. So if you're missing these, that's not, uh, I understand. What is Barney's favorite pizza topping? The answer to what is Barney's favorite pizza topping is... Mozzarella. Good old mozzarella. That's from season two, episode number 27. Mozzarella. A lot of folks in the chat room are getting that one. A lot of folks are getting there. Uh, Let's see. Some folks in the chat room, Lydia being one of them, says pretty easy to add up her total. (laughs) Is that because you're getting 200 on every question? Uh, Yeah, that's probably it. That's probably it. Or maybe you hadn't guessed. And so it's still zero. That's a good, that's a good strategy. Number eight. Here we go. Number eight. Here's the question. What size sock does Barney buy from the door-to-door salesman, Burt Miller? 
What size sock does Barney buy from door-to-door salesman Bert Miller? <laughs> Thank you, Bert. Uh, what size sock does Barney buy from door-to-door salesman Bert Miller? The answer is size 11. Size 11. That's from season two, episode number 22. Well, only if you need one. Yeah, he needs it. He needs it, Bert. All right. All right. So there you go. So that was number eight or 200 points. How did you go? Size 11 was the shoe size. Number nine. What is the address of Weaver's Department Store? Now, this is on the show, not the address that's on the website for Weaver's Department Store that you really can buy things from. Dot com. What is the address of Weaver's Department Store? And Weaver'sDepartmentStore.com is not correct, but I do appreciate you remembering that is the address for Weaver's Department Store. That's not the one we're looking for. What is the address of Weaver's Department Store? The address on the show for Weaver's Department Store is 501 Main Street. 501 Main Street. That's in season four, episode number 21. I'd like to give you half credit if you did say weaversdepartmentstore.com, but I can't. I'm sorry. That was not allowed in the actual question. <laughs> so the uh, that's a good one. I, got, I need to remember that. I should know that. The actual address on the show for Weaver's Department Store was 501 Main Street. There you go. All right, 501. Yeah, and you had to get 501. Now, Jim says it's 5'11". Mm. Now, that's in episode four, season, uh, episode 21 in season four. So, yeah, definitely uh, let's check that and see what the answer is. So, you guys, that should be easy to answer. All right, next up, if we miss some of these, it's possible I wrote these down wrong, too. That is a possibility, <laughs> but I don't think so. But it doesn't mean I didn't get it wrong. All right, here's our last one. 200 points, guys. 200 points. Number 10. Who called Andy to tell him that they were having a boiled dinner followed by cribbage at the firehouse? Who called Andy to tell him that they were having a boiled dinner followed by cribbage at the firehouse? Hmm. Uh, 501 is correct, according to Jim. He did, he did confirm that is the right answer. Thank you, Jim. Who called Andy to tell him that they were having a boiled dinner followed by cribbage at the firehouse? Okay, pause if you don't want to hear it. But the answer to that question is, who called Andy? Carter French. Carter French from season four, episode number 23. He called Andy to tell him that they were having a boiled dinner followed by cribbage at the firehouse all right so that is the end of round two round two so add up your points every point you earned last week which could have been 100 points per question so you'll be able to add all those up and you could have up to a thousand points from last week i don't know what you earned but you should know and plus now this week you could have two thousand points or you could be 3,000 points in the hole. I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> and anywhere in between those two numbers. So whatever points you have, 
you can now wager all your points for the final Mayberry Days question. So you can wager all your points. So write down your number of points. If you have a zero, you can't really play. And really, if you have a negative score, you're out. That's the way it would work at Mayberry Days. If you have zero, you're, you're not going to be able to, to score anything. And if you have negative, you can't bet a negative. You can't do that. So it doesn't work. So... Sorry, you would be out of the competition, but you can still try to answer the question. So we got folks in the chat room saying nowhere near 2,000 points. We got somebody saying 800 points. That sounds pretty good. Is that? I wonder if that's just for tonight, but they, they're saying that. So how did you do? I don't know. I, I honestly would not have done well. This is the, I wouldn't have known hardly any of these questions or answers. <laughs> All right, so here we go, guys. This is the final question. So make your wagers, and here we go. Here we go. Brisket got, is that minus 1,800 in the chat? Oh, I thought you had 1,800 points. <laughs> uh, I think it says minus. Uh, okay, here we go. Final Mayberry question. Final Mayberry question. What year was the town of Mayberry founded? So this is, uh, you've already bet your money, your your points, what year was the town of Mayberry founded? Here we go. Folks in the chat room are arguing that two negatives make a positive. That's only in multiplication. <laughs> this is adding, adding and subtracting. Doesn't work. All right. What year was the town of Mayberry founded? So if you don't want to know the answer, go ahead and pause. But here we go. The town of Mayberry was founded. Hopefully you've gotten your answer. In 1864. 1864. I see uh, Jim Sherrill got it in the chat room. I see that. Uh, it's therapeutic. Looks like they got it as well. And uh, looks, looks like some folks, Skinny Griffin, looks like they got it. 1864. And that was from season five, episode number 11. All right. So, wow. Great job. Hey, I want to thank the Hardy Eating Men and Beautiful Delicate Women chapter of uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama for the trivia because my buddy Ken Junkin, who does Otis at Mayberry Days and other Mayberry events and in the Mayberry Man movie, uh, he is the one that comes up with these questions. And I would also like to thank uh, weaversdepartmentstore.com for sponsoring the Mayberry Days trivia and helping this continue on a yearly basis. Because, wow, it is a lot of fun, but man, it is a difficult bit of trivia. Now, I understand. I understand. You, you guys didn't do well. You didn't do well. I understand. So here's what we're going to do just to make you feel better and to get your confidence back up. I hate Hate knocking you down like that with those questions. But the but Mayberry Days trivia has to be pretty hard to be able to get it, uh, to get people to win. Uh, because, and actually, these questions are easier than they used to be because now they all have to buzz in using a buzzer. And a lot of people don't like the buzzer, they don't like it. Uh, they'd rather just be able to give their answer. But that makes it almost impossible to get a winner. So now we've got the the buzzer system 
All right, so let's go. We're going to play some more trivia, and this is going to be the easy kind of trivia I usually play with you. Okay? So here we go. Same music. All right, here we go. True or false question. you got a 50-50 chance of getting this one. So you can make yourself feel better. We're going to do eight questions just so everybody will feel better. Uh, let's see. I'm going to bring the chat room where I can see them. All right, here we go. Question number one. It's true or false. This is just for pride and to make you feel good again. True or false. Andy won a razor at the county fair shooting gallery. True or false. Andy won a razor at the county fair shooting gallery. Hmm? Andy won a razor at the county fair shooting gallery. Okay, the answer is false. That is false. He did not. He did not win that. So no, that is that is incorrect. So hopefully you guys got that. Question number two. Number two. Who said, boy, giraffes are selfish? <laughs> All right, you guys start feeling better about yourself. Who said, boy, giraffes are selfish? Mm, looking out for number one head in here. Who said, boy, giraffes are selfish? Walking around, their head in the air, looking out for number one. Boy. Boy, giraffes are selfish. The answer is Barney. Barney said that. Barney said, boy, giraffes are selfish. All right, so there you go. So, so you should be smiling at this point because just remembering that entire conversation <laughs> should make you should make you smile. Number three, number three. Uh, name one of the one of one item. Name one item that Andy won at the county fair shooting gallery. Okay, name one item. Now we already know one. It wasn't because we already got that answer. So name one item, because he won several things. Okay, name one item that Andy won at the County Fair Shooting Gallery. Okay, and I see one, two, three, four. There's four on my list. Emmett Clark got one in the chat room. I just saw it pop in. I saw that. All right. Name one item Andy won at the County Fair Shooting Gallery. And we know it wasn't. A razor. So I'll give you that. I see more, more folks getting that. Yep. I see folks getting it. All right. Here we go. I saw another answer that is correct there from Nate Bracey. Nate Bracey. All right. Here we go. The answers that you could have chosen from. It's not a Cabbage Patch doll. That is not correct in the chat room. The answers are he won a pot, a toaster, a percolator, if you said a coffee maker, I'll give you that, uh, and a can opener. Those are things we that are on my list. So there may be others, but that's what we got. All right, so that's what I got. So a pot, a toaster, a percolator, and a can opener. Those are on my list. All right, number four. Which monster did not appear at the Mayberry Grand? The monster from... Mars, the moon, the monster from outer space, and the monster from out of town. Which monster did not appear at the Grand? One of these, it's either, what was it? Which one did not appear at the Grand Theater? The monster from Mars, the monster 
from the moon, the monster from outer space, and the monster from out of town. So which one did not appear at the Mayberry Grand? Okay. So according to my answer, folks in the chat room are getting a different answer than than it says it's going to be. The monster from outer space is the one that did not appear at the Mayberry Grand. That's what they're saying on here. So that's that's the answer I'm seeing. So folks in the chat room are saying the monster from the moon. That's what they're saying. But Herman Monster is also a good answer, but it was not one of the choices. Thank you, Goober Fife in the chat room. The Herman Monster also, neither did Lily or Grandpa. None of those did, actually. So <laughs> none of those. That's pretty good. So it says, which one did not appear? The monster from outer space is the correct answer. Mm, That was a little tricky one. There you go. All right, let's do four more. Ready? True or false? 50-50 chance. Here we go. Gomer found a tennis ball in the Taylor's freezer. True or false? Gomer found a tennis ball in the Taylor's freezer. Okay. <laughs> that Gomer found a tennis ball in the Taylor's freezer. True or false? The answer is false. The answer is false. I won't tell you what it is because I'm afraid it's one of the other questions. All right. And uh, no, it wasn't Cousin It either. It was not the monster because that's the Adams family. He wasn't a monster. He was a Cousin It. All right. <laughs> so that's in the chat room. You guys would really enjoy the chat room. If you'd like to be a part of the chat room, uh, on Monday nights at 8 o'clock, 8 p.m., we record this show live, and folks are in the chat room chatting up and enjoying each other. There's about 39 people in there right now. You're more than welcome to join. Uh, You can head over to live.twochairsnowaiting.com and join in on the fun. All right, next question. This is number what? Five, six. Number six. Who said it's a jungle out there? Who said it's a jungle out there? Okay. All right. Who said it's a jungle out there? The answer about who said it's a jungle out there. (laughs) It was Barney. It's a concrete jungle, too, if I remember right. All right. So Barney said it. All right. Number seven. What type of shot did Nurse Mary Simpson give Rafe Hollister? What type of shot did Nurse Mary Simpson give Rafe Hollister? Hmm. What kind of shot did Nurse Mary Simpson give Rafe Hollister? The answer says it is a tetanus shot. That's right. Folks in the chat room are getting that one. I see it. Good job. Emmett Clark in the chat room. He's the first one I saw that got it. It was a tetanus shot. It was tetanus. All right. And our final somewhat easier trivia to make you feel better is what did Gomer find under the Taylor's freezer? What did Gomer find under the Taylor's freezer? It's a multiple choice. So is it, was it a mouse? A tennis ball, a mouse trap, or a bird? What did Gomer find under the Taylor's freezer? 
a mouse, a tennis ball, a mouse trap, or a bird. Okay. Folks in the chat room are getting it. I see that coming in too. The answer is a mouse trap. A mouse trap is what he found under the freezer. So there we go. All right. So we found a mouse trap. Did he find a golf ball? I thought he did. Yeah. Okay. So that just wasn't on the list, was it? Cody said it was a mouse trap. Was a golf ball also under there? I can't remember. All right. So folks in the chat room will let me know. A bear trap is not, I'm pretty sure it wasn't that big of a freezer. <laughs> All right, folks, that is our trivia for today, tonight, whenever you're listening to this. And I hope you've been enjoying this and enjoying yourself as we played along. And now, folks, we're going to go and hear from the man, Randy Turner, with This Week in Mayberry History. Welcome to This Week in Mayberry History, a report by special correspondent Randy Turner of the Gomer and Cooper Pyle Comic Book Literary Guild of the Mayberry Historical Society. Last week, we discussed how Burt Mustin found immediate success as a character actor in movies as soon as he relocated to Los Angeles. Averaging more than one movie a year in just the first four years of his professional acting career. But as fans might guess, he was even busier in television. During that same four-year period, after his debut in a 1950 episode of The Lone Ranger that we discussed last time, he next appeared in The Adventures of Kit Carson in 1951, followed by more than 40 roles in series such as The Stu Irwin Show, You Are There, The Abbott and Costello Show, Dragnet, Father Knows Best, Our Miss Brooks, the Adventures of Ren Ten Ten, and a second appearance in The Lone Ranger in 1955. He also appeared in the anthology shows Schlitz Playhouse, Cavalcade of America, The Ford Television Theater, Fireside Theater, and TV's Reader's Digest. 1955 also saw the first time Burt played a recurring character, appearing as Foley, in the TV version of The Great Gildersleeve, which began as a radio program in what we now call old-time radio. Many sources say Burt began his professional career in old-time radio, leading to a common misconception. It was Burt's recurring role in Gildersleeve, which he also played in 1956, that led to that misconception. As mentioned last week, Burt did work in radio as an announcer for a local Pittsburgh radio station, hosting a weekly variety show more than 30 years before this, but that did not involve acting. The Great Gildersleeve, on which Burt appeared as Foley, did get its start as an old-time radio program. It started in 1941. In the early days of television, radio shows sometimes were also tried out as TV series. One example mentioned just a bit ago was Our Miss Brooks. It began on radio in 1947, then became a TV series that ran from 1952 to 1956. In addition to his appearance in the series already mentioned, Bird appeared in Our Miss Brooks again in 1955. 
Such was also the case with Gildersleeve, which continued to air on the radio even while the television version was airing. The audio of some of these series, the great Gildersleeve being one of them, was sometimes released on radio. So as a result, yes, Burt was in four radio episodes, but these were not the original The Great Gildersleeve radio series. Instead, these were just radio airings of the audio from the TV episodes, with commercials added locally. By the way, the same situation applied to Burt's second appearance in a 1955 episode of the TV series The Lone Ranger, mentioned earlier. It, too, aired on the radio, but was not part of the original radio series featuring the adventures of the masked man. Playing Foley in the Great Gildersleeve may have been Burt's first recurring role, but it was not his last. During the second half of the 1950s, he played two more. Burt is particularly well-remembered as Gus the Fireman in Leave it to Beaver, in which he appeared in 14 episodes between 1957 and 1962. He also played Father Finley in seven episodes between 1957 and 58 of the largely forgotten comedy series Date with the Angels. Burt obviously primarily didn't play recurring characters. Just like the first few years of his career, he stayed busy in many TV series, including playing the Justice of the Peace in a 1956 episode of It's a Great Life, the series starring Francis Bavier. He appeared in series as varied as December Bride, 77 Sunset Strip, Tales of the Texas Rangers, and Maverick, as always, playing the type of old man characters to which he was so well suited. He also continued to work steadily in TV anthology shows, such as Science Fiction Theater, Studio 57, The O. Henry Playhouse, Lux Video Theater, Goodyear Theater, and Playhouse 90. He also appeared in nine movies during the latter half of his first decade of professional acting, and often in credited small roles, including The Big Country, Rally Around the Flag Boys, and The FBI Story. We'll pick up our look at Burt's career next week, which, as we all know, included time in a small southern town we all love. But before we close, I have to share something. Three minutes and 19 seconds into this report, I crossed a milestone. I have now recorded so many This Week in Mayberry History reports that if you listen to each, it would take you over 24 hours to listen to them all. How about that? Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening, and remember to take Andy's advice and go out there and act like somebody. Oh, man. Thank you, Randy. It is always great to hear your reports. And if you want to make sure you don't miss out on what Randy's doing anywhere, send him an email at turnersgrade at gmail.com, turnersgrade at gmail.com, and he'll make sure you're not missing out on any of the fun. So you're going to definitely want to do that. All right. Thanks again, Randy. I appreciate that. And man, uh, that's, uh, wow, a lot of hours, uh, 24 hours total. 
I don't even remember exactly how many hours I've been doing now because uh, I, I, I do that every year at the first of the year, and it's it's kind of a weird feeling when you start looking at it. So, yeah, at the first of the year, gosh, I don't even want to say. Good job, Randy. <laughs> so Randy's done a full day. So that's great. So you can you can listen to Randy's report. I really do appreciate it. So far, I've done twelve days and seventeen hours and some change there. So, well, that was as of December. Oh goodness! Oh my goodness! I don't even want to think about it, folks. Hey, I hope you had a good time. I hope everybody had fun. Uh, it's always a lot of fun to spend time here in Mayberry and just visit and talk and hear from Randy. Hey, uh, there is some big news I want to mention. Just found out this week that uh, it's called uh, the Mayberry Man movie was actually announced as the ICVM. That's the International Christian Visual Media. They announced their uh, Crown Awards finalists. Yeah, so their Crown Awards finalists for the 2022 movie season in Best Comedy Mayberry Man is one of the five finalists is best comedy. And wow, I think that's that's pretty cool, guys. This is Mayberry Man. It's a big opportunity that hopefully, hey, Mayberry Man could possibly win. I haven't seen the movies that are against it. Like there's one the the movies are for profit. It's P H P R O P H E T Profit for Profit. Game Changer, Mayberry Man. Stealing the Show, and The Sound of Violet. Those are the five movies that are nominated as Best Comedy in the, this is the 50th Annual Crown Awards by the ICVM. So it's International Christian Visual Media. Hey, that's big. They're going to be announcing the awards in May. And so uh, that's a big thing. Uh, Mayberry Man. Wow. It's so cool. Uh, So, hey, get out there and spread the word about that. If you want to keep seeing more Mayberry stuff in the world, that's what we're trying to do with Mayberry Man, the movie, and soon Mayberry Man, the series as well. Still feeling really good about this stuff, guys. uh, I mean, wow. Uh, It's very nice, too, that the Mayberry Mayberry Man movie is recognized as a uh, family-friendly it's not a faith-based movie, but it is faith and family-based. Uh, so that's really cool. So, hey, I'm excited about it. I'm just glad Mayberry Man has been well-received by most people and that it's up for this award. This, maybe I get, maybe Floyd can go down there and accept the award if we win. <laughs> uh, that'd be cool. Folks, I would love to hear from you. I hope you had a good time tonight. You can give me a call at 888-684-8415. You can email me at floyd at imayberry.com or head over to twochairsnowaiting.com and you'll see all that information there. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I want to thank again Randy Turner for this week in Mayberry history. He does an amazing job of uh, just giving us so much great information. And uh, go and check out his, send him that email at turnersgrade at gmail.com so you don't miss out on the things he's doing because he's doing some really cool stuff. Folks, until next time, I'll love to see you here on here on our podcast. Head over to Weavers and check out stuff, and we'll see you next time right here on Two Chairs. Good night, everybody.